Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA uh, radio show here on KBXL 94.1 FM. I'm Ken Lewis, and I'm the director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Idaho. And on the show today, here, our very first Saturday of 2021, is uh, NNU soccer player Heather Hunt. Heather, welcome to the show. Thanks for being on today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, it's great to have you on. I know you're joining us by Zoom, and uh, we sure appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to be on Heart of the Athlete today. Well, Heather, you're, you're all the way from Bremerton, Washington. How are things going in Bremerton over, over this Christmas break? Pretty good. Pretty quiet. Um, there's a lot of rain, and everything's pretty closed down, but it's still been really good to spend time with friends and family and reconnect with them and just get back to the grind training again. Well, that's good to hear. That's good to hear your training and having good, some good time with family. And so, Heather, you are a sophomore uh, athletically or on your athletic eligibility there at NNU. Is that right? Yes. And so this is your second year. You'll be in, in your third semester or you're, you're in the middle of your second year at NNU. And, and you've been involved in FCA. And, and what position do you play there uh, with the soccer team? Pretty much just wherever coach needs me. I like to play on the outside, but I can also be in the middle. It just depends on the day, depends on what coach needs. That's cool. Yeah. And speaking of Mary, she, she's a great coach, isn't she? And what do you enjoy about your college coach in, in Mary over there in and you? I love how competitive she is. I don't think I've met a more competitive person in my whole life. And I just love that fire she has. She just, she cares about each one of us individually as a person, um, but she also wants just so badly for us to succeed as a team and as a university. Um, that's really important to her that we represent our school well. So playing for her has just been a great privilege and I've learned so, so much, even though I've only been here three semesters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know she's, she's a tough gal and, uh, but she loves the Lord too, doesn't she? She's just sensitive to the Lord and his Holy Spirit. And um, definitely. Yeah. So that's cool. And then you, um, you've been involved in FCA. Tell us a little bit about that. And um, what, what drew you to the FCA huddle at NNU? So I never really heard about FCA before I came to NNU. I was homeschooled and then I did um, running start, which is like a, concurrent credit program where I earned my AA in my last two years of high school. So coming here, um, I'd never really heard of FCA, but then my captain last year, Co, she really just invited us all, our whole team, every FCA meeting there was. And I was like, oh, okay, like that sounds cool. And Co said we should come. So of course, and that's kind of what I hope to be for my teammates now is like, come on, guys, let's come to FCA. It's fun. But that's kind of how I was drawn in. I didn't make it to a ton of meetings my freshman year just because it was freshman year and there was a lot going on. But yeah, I got involved with them and basically started going regularly right when the shutdown happened. And so it was really cool, actually. The meetings continue to go on just via zoom. And so I got to be a part of that group through that. And 
in addition to the meetings, there were also live huddle up meetings every week on YouTube. And so that was really cool. Listening to those at that time in my life was just a blessing from God. And I didn't even realize it yet how much he was really going to use that in my walk with him. Cool. I know we had quite a few different, uh, it, it's some different uh, professional athletes and uh, some Olympic athletes that were interviewed. Any of those that were particularly uh, impactful to you where the Holy Spirit was just like really speaking to you through any of those national huddle ups? And for, for folks that if you're uh, not familiar with this, we uh, back in the spring, they had national broadcasts once a week that uh, FCA was doing and is what Heather was referring to. But any of those that were really impactful to you? Definitely. This spring, coming back from school, when the quarantine first started, I was in a really low place. I was just broken. I was the lowest I'd ever been. And so I was really seeking after the Lord and really pursuing him wholeheartedly for maybe the first time in my life. And so I was just, I was in the word a ton. I was praying a lot. I was journaling. I was a part of two or three different Bible studies. I was, I was just doing everything, like not feeling God's love and his presence in my life. So I don't remember exactly who it was. I remember it was a great speaker, but I don't remember who it was, but listening to that video, I I was doing something and I was, I was feeling like, yeah, this is really good. This is truth. This is um, exactly what I needed to hear. And then in my studies, I had been just hearing that the gospel is hardest to get. Hmm, how do I word this? The hardest people for the gospel to impact are people who think they're saved, but really aren't. And so I feel like I may have been one of those people. And so at the end of every Huddle Up video, they share the four, which is God loves us, sin separates us, Jesus saves us, and then what are you going to do with it? And I love how succinct that is, but I'd never, I'd never really given much thought to that portion of the videos before this one particular week, because I was like, oh, I've heard the gospel my entire life. I've been a Christian since I was like five years old, like... <laughs> growing up in the church, all that stuff. So listening to that video that day, I kind of put aside what I was doing. I was multitasking. I put it down. I focused, I prayed. And on that day, I just, I felt the gospel sink in for the first time. Mm. Like I'd always believed it in my mind, but it really sunk into my heart and I believed it in my heart. And I knew that I knew that I knew that I was saved. And it was just the happiest day of my life. I just, I felt so much joy and peace, you know, that peace that passes all understanding that is only from God. Mm. And I just knew that he loved me and that he was there and that he was my father. So that was a really cool experience. And I'm really grateful to FCA and the Huddle Up videos and the group that I was able to share that with later that night and just how God used all of that in my walk with him. Wow. That's amazing. You know, I, I it is so easy for us to just go through the motions. I know it, it has been for me. And, but as you're sharing that, man, that's, it's just really exciting. I know that led you, you ended up getting baptized right at last summer at your church. Is that right? Yep. Yes. Wow. That's, that's neat. Well, I know that we got to meet just briefly last year at FCA there at NNU. So that was a, uh, that was really exciting. 
And, and then I know that looking at your bio, you love Mexican food. Is that right? I do. <laughs> That's what's your favorite? What's your favorite uh, Mexican dish or or food? Oh, you're gonna make me choose. <laughs> I love beans. Just period. Love beans and cheese and chips. But I also love carne asada tacos and cheese enchiladas. So let's call it a tie between those three <laughs> aspects of Mexican cuisine. <laughs> oh, they'll sound great. Yeah. I, I love chili rianos and there's a lot of good Mexican places around here. So, well, um, I noticed that you're a kinesiology major. What, what are you wanting to do with, uh, in, within the, the world of, in that, in that field with kinesiology? Well, my dream has always been to play pro soccer. Um, and I know that probably sounds like a cliche, but my dream has just been to play pro soccer and to coach. And I'm not sure if that's still uh, what God has for me, but that's been my dream growing up. And so God's actually been working mightily in my life to remove all the fears that I have surrounding that. And so now I just feel so ready to step into whatever he has for me. I'm just, I'm not afraid of the future anymore. And I feel like that's a really powerful thing and something that Satan does not like at all. So I'm excited for that. But yeah, coaching, basically, I have a emphasis in coaching in my kinesiology degree. So that's kind of what I would use that for, I guess. But yeah, and I, I'm super interested in just health in general too, health and well-being. And I think that that's something that a lot of people kind of understand on a different level than maybe we could. Western medicine is super prevalent just in our society. I think we all rely on it a lot. And just within the last year, God has shown me the healing that he can do on his own without medicines, without doctors, all of that kind of thing. I mean, it's not just, you know, physical pain and you go get medicine. It's mind, body, spirit connected, all interconnected and all working together. So the mental and emotional healing that the Lord has led me through and with the help of my mom, especially, has just unlocked a new level for me physically. And I've been better, better able to perform than I ever have been in my life. So I'm really grateful for that as well. Well, that's neat. I know uh, as you're sitting there talking about coaching and man, what a great field to go into, you know, to be a very impactful field, you know, to be used by God and, and to have a call on your life to go coach and uh, yeah. speak into the lives of, of younger athletes. Um, well, and then as you're talking about just the health of, you know, of, you know, within our culture, I know so, so often it's, it's uh, the first thing we do is maybe go, if we have an ailment or something going on, we take a medication or we get an aspirin or those kind of things. But as you're talking about the Lord with all that and how he, he designed us and created us, you know, training ourselves to go to him first in prayer and uh, yeah. to, you know, look to him first, you know, for, yep. you know, for our, our existence, our health, you know, our, our livelihood. Well, folks, if you just join us here today on Heart of the Athlete, we're visiting with sophomore uh, uh, NNU women's soccer player, Heather Hunt, all the way from Washington. So Heather, tell us a little bit about how you got involved in sports um, when you were growing up and how all that happened and how you ended up uh, with soccer. So I did ballet and gymnastics when I was super, super little. And then 
um, was introduced through some families in our church to soccer when I was about six or seven years old. And I'm very strong-willed, very determined, and I'm a perfectionist. And so I found soccer and I said, I love it. (laughs) It was a challenge for me. And I wanted to be as good as my friends from the church and as good as the boys. And so that drive and that competitiveness and that wanting to perfect my craft kind of just pushed me away from gymnastics and ballet. I was like, nope, I'm done with those. So I fell in love with soccer and I played indoor for a number of years. And then a coach kind of scouted me, I guess you could say, and recruited me to his select team. And then I just went on from there. Um, I didn't stay at one club for a long time. I kind of hopped from club to club every year, every few years. Um, And that was just based on a lot of circumstances, like whether the club was folding or the coaching was bad or there was a better opportunity, whatever. There were a lot of reasons I did that. But yeah, I got to play for multiple premier level clubs and a few travel teams. So that was really exciting. I was able to go to nationals with one of those teams and to several big tournaments with the other team, which is actually where um, Coach Mary saw me play. So that was exciting. And then just in the few years leading up to playing collegiate ball, I was able to play for our local women's semi-pro team, Olympic Force, Oli Penn Force. So that was a great experience as well and really prepared me for the pace and the intensity of college ball which is where I am now. Wow, that's great. So being a homeschooler, did you play high school soccer at a a particular high school there where you you attended zone where you live? Nope, I never played high school ball and I don't regret it in the slightest. (laughs) A lot of travel teams like DA, Development Academy teams, won't even let their players play for high school ball. And I think that's an excellent decision. (laughs) Um, High school ball might be fun, but I just, I never had the connection because I never attended a public school. So I didn't really know many people and the level's just a lot lower. So. Yeah. Yeah. You're seeing and hearing more and more of that, aren't you? You know, these days we're in in certain sports, it's not every sport, but um, well, that's interesting. Well, um, and I know soccer is big on the, on the West coast and especially in Seattle and Portland area um, and, you know, Bremerton being close there. Um, so you, um, what, what drew you to, uh, to, to pick NNU as your final destination for college to compete? Um, a lot of things, honestly. It was pretty much always high up on my list of schools that I wanted to attend. Um, I really wanted to go somewhere with a pretty campus, and NNU's campus is gorgeous. Um, but I also, I wanted a smaller school, a smaller community to be a part of. Um, I just, I knew that was where I would thrive. And it was really important to me to go to a Christian university, a school with Christian values and um, where I could fellowship with um, fellow believers and to openly worship and praise God and talk about him and um, just do so in freedom and find other like-minded people and yeah well that's neat and I know that you know I know Mary pretty well and I know she is she's concerned about um you know she her does one of her desires as a coach is to see her players 
be discipled and and to grow in their relationship with Jesus. So that that's cool to to know that you're a part of that. And um, I want to I want to ask you a little bit. And I know we, we have some scripture we want to share here as well as some of your favorite passages. But I want to throw this question into you. I know last spring. I mean, you guys at the college level, I know you had kind of a, a shorter spring season with some exhibition games and things like that. And that was probably cut off last spring. Did you guys have any games in that early March time at all yet? Or I know you, you guys start working out somewhere in January and February, right? Yeah. So we trained as a team. We did um, lots of fun stuff, fitness, um, technical work, um, 5v5 tournament, soccer, tennis, lots of fun spring things. Um, but I think it was right before our very first, we might've gotten to play one exhibition game, but then right before our first big one against BSU is when things started um, shutting down and they started saying, nope. Wow. We're, yeah. And then of course, with the fall season, that's been delayed. And uh, are, is it look like your fall season in the GNAC uh, the the NCAA Division Two conference here in the Northwest is that gonna does that look like it's gonna be starting coming up this spring or uh, late winter? God willing, yes. Um, they have it planned for spring right now. Um, I think the season would start in March if that were the case. Mm. But yeah, I mean that's what they're telling us. I mean things right. change every day, so it's kind of um, learning to be flexible and just kind of adapt to whatever may come at us has been super key right this fall and and the unknown and things getting canceled for the fall what what were your prayers as you were as you you know starting to become a team leader and and what were your prayers as far as uh, the the lord was concerned going into this uh, all these unknowns and these cancellations and things like that um honestly a lot of prayers were for my teammates um, just that they would have peace in this time and that they wouldn't be afraid. Um, I know there were a lot of people who had a lot of fear and probably still do um, surrounding everything that's been going on. Um, Cause there's a lot that's just out of our control right now. And I never, if I've had that fear, it's been like for fleeting seconds here and there, you know, I've, I've been pretty, I haven't been too afraid, but I just wanted that peace that God has given me for my team. Um, and so that was something I really wanted for them going into it. I also just wanted um, that period to be a time where we could just bond and be more in unity and really just get to know each other on a deeper level. And I feel like God blessed our team by answering that prayer and we were able to do that. And I feel like that's put us in a really good place for this spring. Um, just knowing each other better, not having the competition first, but having the um, just hanging out and getting to know each other and playing together and enjoying it first. Mm -hmm. um, and of course we enjoy it too, when we're in competition and we're, when we're in season and all of that, but um, it's just so much easier to, play for each other and to fight for each other when you have that basis of that friendship and that just comradeship, that unity. So yeah. I'm excited. That's cool. Hey, tell me a little bit about uh, Psalms 139. I know the Holy Spirit has really, he's really been talking to you about, about that passage. Tell us what that means to you. Yeah. So 
during that time in the spring when I was really just seeking after God um, and replacing all the lies um, with truth, I just fell in love with that passage. I was like, wait, God knows us how well? He loves us how much? I mean, it just talks about God knowing us before we were in our mother's womb. Like he just, he knows us that deeply. Um, and he's created us to be so uniquely individual and in who we are. And we're all one um, in the body of Christ, but he just knows, he knows us and he loves us on that level. And he's created us to be who we are. And um, he, he loves us so much that he just, he wants us to live into that and to praise him and know him more fully being who we are and that was just something that was so special to me this spring that's neat i mean and there's a lot of a lot of distractions on truth these days and uh things that you know so there's certain segments of society that are saying hey this you know this is this is true that and and when it actually it's the total opposite isn't it it's, it's right really interesting what's going on these days yeah, there's there's just so much subversion of truth going on that it's hard to recognize truth sometimes when it hits you in the face. Um, so that's another scripture that's kind of been on my heart that kind of relates is um, Ecclesiastes 3, where it just talks about there being a time for everything. Um, and one of the a time fours um, later down on the list is there's a time to be silent and a time to speak. And I just feel like as Christians being alive in this time, we really are called to speak and to not be quiet anymore. I think we're called to be bold in our faith and to not be ashamed of the gospel. And that's not an easy calling, but I feel like we we were born for such a time as this. God placed us in this time for a purpose, for a reason, um, to be who we are in this time. And I think just speaking out in boldness um, and seeking after truth and proclaiming truth um, especially when no one else is doing it. It's just so, so important. Well, amen. Amen. Well, folks, we've been visiting today with uh, Heather Hunt, NNU women's soccer player over there in Nampa and uh, all the way from Bremerton, Washington. And Heather, thanks so much for being on the show today and, and kicking off 2021 with just a, a just an incredible time here uh, today. Uh, thanks so much. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. And we're, uh, we're excited about getting you more involved with FCA too. Maybe we'll get you over here for the summer camp this, this coming June. And uh, you could be a huddle leader like Karina was and made such an impact on those, those, uh, those young soccer gals that, that come to camp every summer. So that'd be awesome. Well, folks, will you have a great day and, and uh, uh, we are praying for you and we're excited for 2021 and just to see what God has for us. And so anyway, thanks again for joining us here on Heart of the Athlete. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for the Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. Yeah.